Welcome, Welcome back to American Woods. Today we are reading Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Once upon a time, long, long ago, in a magnificent castle, there lived a pretty young princess named Snow White. Her stepmother, the queen, was a wicked woman whose greatest fear was that Snow White's beauty would one day become greater than her own. And so Snow White was dressed in rags and forced to be her stepmother's servant. Her long days were spent scrubbing floors and cooking meals. Still, the evil stepmother worried that as Snow White grew, so would her beauty. Every day, the queen looked in her magic mirror, asking anxiously, Magic mirror on the wall, who is the fairest one of all? You are the fairest one of all, the mirror would always reply, and the queen would be content for another day. Snow White was an obedient stepdaughter who happily did her work while daydreaming of a handsome prince who might one day fall in love with her and take her to live with him in his castle. One morning, as she drew water from the well, she made a wish that someday her dream would come true. As if by magic, a handsome young prince appeared before her. He had been watching Snow White as she drew water from the well and was entranced by her beauty. But Snow White was shy and fled to the tower balcony. As the prince sang her a love song below, Snow White placed a kiss on her friend the dove, who carried it to her beloved. On that day, the queen's magic mirror told the queen that Snow White was the fairest in all the land. In a jealous rage, the queen called one of her royal huntsmen, Take Snow White far into the forest and kill her, she commanded. And as proof of your deed, bring me back her heart in this. And she handed him a carved box. The huntsman began his deadly mission, telling her they were going for a walk. He took Snow White deep into the forest. Snow White sang a happy tune, gathering flowers and thinking of her handsome prince. Among the flowers, she heard the cry of a baby bird that had fallen out of its nest. When she found the little creature, she picked it up and comforted it. Don't worry, your mama and papa can't be far, she cooed. Feeling better, the little bird set off to find its parents. When they reached the heart of the forest, the huntsman drew his dagger. As he crept up behind Snow White, she turned and screamed, realizing what was about to happen. When the huntsman saw the fear in the princess's eyes, he fell to his knees. I beg of you, your highness, forgive me, he pleaded. He told Snow White of the queen's jealousy and how he was ordered to bring Snow White's heart back to the castle as proof of his deed. Now quick, child, he told her, run away, hide. Snow White was very frightened. She gasped, whirled around, and ran into the forest. The woods were dark and full of strange noises and frightening sights. As Snow White ran past, owls, hoo-hoo, and bats beat their wings overhead. Even the trees seemed to reach out to her with their branches and watch her with glowing eyes. Snow White ran faster and faster, and when she could run no more, she fell to the ground and began to weep. <laughs> when she had finished crying, Snow White looked up and found herself surrounded by forest animals. Slowly they moved closer 
realizing that they had nothing to fear from the kind princess. The forest creatures comforted their new friend, and soon Snow White was feeling much better. I do need a place to sleep at night, she told them. Maybe you know where I can stay? Will you take me there? Instantly, two raccoons tugged at the hem of her skirt and began to guide her through the woods. The deer, rabbits, chipmunks, squirrels, and birds followed close behind. Soon they were at the edge of a clearing. Snow White pushed aside the branches and saw a charming little cottage nestled among the trees. She ran towards the house, crossing over the little bridge just in front of it, and peered into one of the windows. I guess no one's home, she exclaimed. Inside the cottage, Snow White saw seven little chairs. Why, seven little children must live here. Seven very untidy children, she remarked to the animals. Indeed, wherever Snow White looked, she saw dirty dishes, dust on furniture, and cobwebs everywhere. I know. We'll clean the house and surprise them, she told the forest creatures. Maybe when they see what we've done, they'll let me stay. Together, Snow White and the animals cleaned the little cottage and made it tidy. When they finished cleaning downstairs, Snow White and her friends went to see what they might find upstairs. At the top of the staircase was a door, and beyond it, Snow White saw seven little beds. Look, each bed has a name carved on it, Snow White said, and she read the names out loud. Doc, Happy, Sneezy, Dopey, Grumpy, Bashful, and Sleepy. Grumpy. And Grumpy. That's right. But is she sleeping? She's not sleeping yet. She's going upstairs. Snow White yawned. Oh, I'm a little sleepy myself, she said. Then she stretched out across three beds and fell fast asleep. Meanwhile, in a nearby mine, the seven dwarves were hard at work digging for diamonds. They, not seven little children, were the ones who lived in the cottage Snow White had found. Each dwarf had his own special job to do. Doc stood at a table and peered at the diamonds through a jeweler's glass. He saved the good diamonds and tossed away the bad ones, which Dopey swept up. As night fell, the dwarves headed for home. With their picks slung over their shoulders, the seven dwarves marched in a line. Doc took the lead, with Grumpy, Happy, Sleepy, Sneezy, Bashful, and Dopey following behind. Even though they were very hungry and tired from their hard day's work, the dwarves sang a happy song as they marched along. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to work we go. Hi-ho, 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 hi-ho. When the dwarves neared the cottage, Doc stopped in his tracks. Look, the light's lit. I mean, the lit's light. I mean, something's in there, he cried. Though they were worried that they might find a ghost or other scary creature inside, all the dwarves bravely followed Doc into the house to investigate. The dwarves slowly opened the door and crept into the cottage, trying not to make a sound. Careful, men, Doc whispered. The others tiptoed up behind him. Our window's been washed, said Happy. Look, the floor! It's sweet spet. I mean, it's been swept, noted Doc. There's dirty work afoot, Grumpy grumbled. He was always suspicious. Suddenly, they heard a noise upstairs. 
One of us has got to go down and chase it up. I mean, go up and chase it down, muttered Doc. The dwarves quickly elected Dopey to lead the way. Don't be afraid. We're right behind you, they all whispered. Quietly and carefully, the dwarves climbed the stairs one by one until they reached the bedroom. They inched into the room and saw a sheeted figure stretched across the beds. Snow White yawned and stretched under the sheet. It was a frightening sight for the poor dwarves who cowered on the floor. A monster, they gasped. Doc gathered all his courage and pulled back the sheet. Why, it's a girl, he exclaimed. Snow White was very surprised to see seven dwarves peering at her from the foot of the bed. Why, you're not children, she said, sitting up. You're men. Looking at them, Snow White could easily guess the name that belonged to each dwarf. And you must be grumpy, she said with a giggle, folding her arms to imitate him. Then Snow White introduced herself and told the dwarves about the wicked queen and how the animals had rescued her from the forest. Please don't send me away, she pleaded. If you do, the wicked queen will surely find me. The dwarves took pity on Snow White, and when she told them that she would clean and cook for them in return for their kindness, they quickly decided that she would stay. All except Grumpy, who simply said, Humph! He wanted nothing to do with a wicked queen or tidy princess. Back at the castle, the huntsman had delivered the box back to the queen. He had fooled the queen by placing a pig's heart inside of it instead of Snow White's. Thinking Snow White was dead, the queen eagerly asked her magic mirror, Magic mirror on the wall, who now is the fairest one of all? But the mirror replied, Over the seven jeweled hills, beyond the seventh fall, in the cottage of the seven dwarves dwells Snow White, fairest one of all. The queen was enraged. Snow White was still alive. The queen stormed down the winding staircase that led to a dark dungeon beneath the castle. There she went into a hidden room filled with bottles, potions, and a book of magic spells. She opened the book and finding a spell for a disguise, mixed a terrible potion. Then she drank the brew and was instantly transformed into an old, ugly hag. Next, the queen found another spell and following the recipe carefully, filled her cauldron with a bubbling liquid. She took an apple and slowly dipped it into the poisonous potion. And now, she cackled, a special sort of death for one so fair. One bite of this poisoned apple and Snow White will close her eyes forever. Then I shall be the fairest of them all once more. Far away from the castle dungeon, Snow White and the dwarves were about to have dinner. You'll just have time to wash hands, Snow White decided. Let me see your hands. One by one, the dwarves slowly took their hands from behind their backs and showed them to Snow White. Worse than I thought, she said. March straight outside and wash, or you'll not get a bite to eat. The dwarves didn't really want to wash, but they were willing to do it to make Snow White happy. Except Grumpy. Her wiles are beginning to work, he muttered. He stood groaning and grumbling as he watched the others. Well, let them. He was not going to wash. Six dwarves quickly scrubbed up, and then they all turned to Grumpy. 
and before he knew what was happening, they jumped on him. Get him, shouted Doc. They grabbed Grumpy and pulled him over to the tub where they washed his hands and face, even his beard. Now all seven were ready for dinner. When they had finished eating, it was time for some fun. The dwarves played their musical instruments while Snow White danced around the room. Each dwarf took a turn dancing with Snow White. The last was Dopey, who climbed onto Sneezy's shoulders and covered them both up with a long cloak. Now he was as tall as Snow White. But only until Sneezy sneezed and sneezed Dopey right off his shoulders. Achoo! While laughter rang out from the dwarf's cottage, the wicked queen began her journey to find Snow White. Disguised as a peddler woman, she took a boat across the moat that separated the castle from the forest. She placed the basket of shiny red apples at her feet. On top was the poisoned fruit intended for Snow White. The next morning, the dwarves prepared for another day at their diamond mine. Each one said goodbye to Snow White and, as he did, received a kiss on the head in return. Even Grumpy didn't seem to mind much being kissed by the princess. Now I'm warning you, he said, don't let anybody into the house. Why, Grumpy, she exclaimed, you do care. After she had waved goodbye to the dwarves, Snow White decided to make them a pie for dessert that night. Her animal friends looked on as she mixed the dough and rolled it out. She especially wanted to make the pie for Grumpy because he seemed to have a sweet side to him after all. While Snow White worked, she thought about the handsome prince she had met at the castle. Well, she wished he would find her and then she would feel truly safe. Suddenly, the queen, disguised as an old woman, appeared outside the window interrupting Snow White's daydream. The animals, becoming frightened, scurried away to hide inside the cupboards and behind the furniture. I see you're making a pie, the hag said in a gravelly voice. And I have just the thing. It's apple pies that make menfolk's mouths water. She held a beautiful shiny red apple out to Snow White. Go on, have a bite. The animals sensed something terrible was about to happen and emerged from their hiding places. They went outside and tried to chase the hag away. Snow White didn't understand why they were behaving so badly, so she shooed them off. As she invited the old woman inside, the animals raced into the forest to get help from the dwarves. The animals ran and flew as quickly as they could, and when they finally reached the diamond mine, they found the dwarves hard at work. The animals pulled and tugged at their clothing, trying to tell them that Snow White was in danger. They aren't acting this way for nothing, Grumpy said. Maybe the queen's got Snow White, Sleepy said with a yawn. The queen, that was it. There was no time to lose. The dwarves quickly grabbed their picks and clubs and ran to the rescue. They didn't know it, but they were too late. Snow White had already taken a bite of the poisoned apple and was lying lifeless on the floor. The queen cackled with glee. The only thing that can save her now is a kiss from the one who truly loves her. But no prince will ever find her in this great big forest. Still in her disguise, the wicked queen ran out of the cottage. The bright sunshine had been replaced by dark, threatening clouds, and the air was damp and cold. At that moment, the dwarves neared the clearing and saw the queen fleeing into the forest. 
With the help of the animals, they chased her through the trees. The sound of thunder boomed overhead and lightning flashed in the sky. The rain began to pour down. The dwarves could hardly see, but they managed to trap the queen on a narrow cliff. She began prying a large boulder loose, intending to send it toppling onto the dwarves below. The queen's laughter echoed as the boulder began to move. Look out, cried Grumpy to the others. Suddenly, a bolt of lightning split the air and struck the part of the cliff where the queen was standing. The piece of rock broke away and sent the queen falling into the blackness far below, never to be heard from again. When the weary dwarves returned to the cottage, they found the poisoned Snow White. Unable to awaken her, they laid her across their beds. Tears streamed down their faces as they knelt beside her motionless body. Even in death, Snow White was so beautiful that the dwarves could not bring themselves to bury her. Instead, they laid her in a casket of glass and gold, and they kept watch over her day and night. Far away in another part of the kingdom, the handsome young prince heard of a beautiful maiden who slept in the forest. Hoping that this was the princess he had fallen in love with at the well, he searched far and wide to find her. One day, when he was out riding, he came upon her casket. Gently lifting the glass lid, he gazed on Snow White's beauty once more. The prince bent down and softly placed a kiss on Snow White's lips. Then he knelt and bowed his head in silence, surrounded by the animals and the seven dwarves. At the moment the princess began to stir, she sat up and rubbed her eyes. Snow White was alive! Joyously, the prince gathered her in his arms, while shouts of jubilation rang out around them. The dwarves hugged each other with happiness. Snow White kissed each dwarf goodbye, then the prince lifted her up onto his horse and led her to his castle on the hill. Is that his castle? That's his castle. Though the doors would miss Snow White, their hearts were glad because they knew that she and her prince would live happily ever after. The end. Thanks for listening.